Episode of Third Country Radio here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. You just heard a beautiful song, North Country Made, that was by the Owl Service. That comes from John Barleycorn Reborn, Dark Britannia. And uh, we are now officially in October. Woo! Yes, so we're, we're still here in Ohio, we still have summertime temperatures, which makes me very sad. I should be able to go and pick apples with my husband and wear a cute sweater and and enjoy everything that fall has to offer but instead it's like ugh, it's gonna i have to wear shorts this does not feel like autumn at all no yeah it's it's a real bummer uh but but you know it's it's october and we are going to press on regardless which is why uh this week we're kind of sliding a bit into the the, the spooky season uh with some dark folk music yeah, we're going to be sharing with you uh, a mixture of, of dark folk and neo-folk uh, from uh, some of the best artists uh, currently working in the genre and in the scene today, uh, including uh, the likes of Dave the Bard, um, Autumn Brigade, and uh, The Imagined Village. Yes. Uh, so it's going to be a, a wonderful couple of hours uh, showing, again, the depth and breadth of a genre which you might at first glance kind of look at as simply just dude with guitar. 
Yeah, I think there's kind of a, a misconception that, and, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too for the longest time, that, you know, there's this misconception that, that folk music is very beautiful mm. and somewhat twee and like kind of kind of on the, the hippie edge of things, a very, you know, peace and light and happy. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. You know, beautiful folk music is, is beautiful. And, uh, you know, it can, it can cheer you up or it can make you, you know, contemplative. But there's a lot more going on in the folk scene. Mm. Uh, you might know a little bit more being an old punk. Uh, you <laughs> might know a little bit more about what's going on in the folk scene than I do. But uh, it's been really fascinating, I think, to kind of watch more and more folk music kind of intersect with uh, a, a particular subgenre. I think it's probably a little bit more popular in the British Isles, but it's starting to become more popular here. Uh, that of folk horror mm, yes yeah like in the british isles with that um deep history of weird local legendary monsters you, it seems like every region in in britain you know in england scotland wales and, and ireland every little small corner of each of those nations has their own weird monster or ghost or demon that you know haunts people as they wander along those quiet dark country back roads uh and uh that kind of foundation has made uh certainly um the uh, certainly britain a a a um a, a hotbed of of folk horror in terms of like folk horror fiction and cinema uh, over the last few decades. Yeah, and it's something that I think is starting to catch on here a little bit. Mm. Uh, we've always had in the U.S., there's always been stories of, you know, haunted houses or, you know, spooky woods, you know, paranormal activity. Um, I'm a big paranormal podcast fan, so, mm. you know, things like Mothman or, or, you know, Bigfoot, things of that nature. But it, it occurred to me when we were putting this show together that, unfortunately, due to our country's history, a lot of that knowledge, a lot of that, like, knowledge of place and I guess you could say like knowledge of, of spirit if you want to get into it that way. A lot of that has been lost because mm. the the original caretakers, the original stewards of this continent, unfortunately, you know, many of them, uh, many of them perished. There's really no nice way to put that. Yeah. And and even the you know the stories, um, the the cautionary tales about uh, certain beings or certain places, you know, don't go there or you know don't. Uh, don't don't mess with this creature should you come across it a lot of it got you know kind of brushed aside and like oh you know foolish you know superstitions from from primitive peoples yeah and uh which which i certainly don't believe uh connor and i have often talked about when i go to another country if somebody tells me don't go over there that's where the insert name of monster lives i go you know what okay yeah yeah it, very simple yeah yeah don't go there yeah because i mean all of those all of those stories, all of those legends, even if you, you know, even even if you're um, skeptical, you know, that there is really a, you know, a, a giant black dog with red eyes that invaded this church. And if you're not careful, he'll, you know, chase you and hunt your sheep, you know, or, yeah. or something, or, you know, or, you know, even if you don't believe that there are, you know, there's a shape-shifting creature that lives in the woods... Those stories are born out of real human fears and and real uh, attempts by those people 
to you know those people and when i say those people i mean those people who live in that region where that legend comes from whether that's the lancashire downs or you know the the most rural village in in japan you know it's yeah. like like the there there's a there's a a, a uh, obviously those stories came about as a form of social self-preservation you you mention uh, you know villages in rural Japan and I think about uh, the tsunami the terrible you know tsunami that occurred mm. because of that 9.0 earthquake and in some villages they used to have these these stones that would say you know don't you know like it would be somewhat poetic like the translation you know like don't don't build houses below this point or you mm. know there'll be great you know great tragedy or like only suffering comes from building below here mm. and because kind of like a little bit of that knowledge was lost people are like oh it must be some like old local legend mm. and then there was a 9.0 earthquake and a tsunami came and they go oh 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 they were telling us not to build below here because a giant wave could come and, and, and yeah wash our house out into the ocean yeah um so so that combined with just a, a respect for uh, for legend for for place for tradition mm. uh kind of keeps me and this this is you know this is anywhere mm. uh you know in in the u.s there's kind of that trope of like you know oh the the you know native american legend says xyz and it doesn't matter if it's here you know in, in the country of my birth america or if it's japan or if it's it's ireland uh mm. If you know, if we go to Ireland and somebody says, "Don't pick off apples off of that tree," that's that's where the Fae live. I go, cool, cool, yeah, yeah, because maybe it's just a way of saying, "Yeah, those apples are kind of mealy; they're not very good for eating." Or the person who owns that apple tree is kind of a jerk; you don't want to bother yeah. him. Or it could just mean, you know, the fairies that live in that tree will be very upset. I don't want to find out like yeah. which on the roulette wheel of of, of you know. <laughs> Of superstition or, or, you know, consequence. Yeah. I don't want to find out, like, where I land on that. <laughs> so, so yeah. And I, and I think that's part of the appeal of folk horror is mm. the, you get the thrill of transgression. Mm. Uh, you know, people, people not paying attention to whatever the folk horror is. But you also kind of get that, and especially, I, I say especially in the U.S., because of that disconnection that we have, you you get to enjoy a sense of profound connection mm. with something very ancient yeah that that i think is quite often missing in the modern world and that's probably again in, in you know in uk where a lot of this stuff uh, originated or has really flourished it's it's the same thing you know our our modern world really disconnects us mm. fundamentally from nature and from the land and from our surroundings you know how often do we walk around with headphones on not hearing mm. birds or animals things like that so uh, I think that's kind of why I'm a bit fascinated by folk horror because it combines, you know, my love of, of legend and fairy tales with my deep love and respect for nature, and also that you know that kind of thrill. I'm not really a slasher movie person, but uh, you know that thrill of like, oh, somebody finally did it. Somebody stepped into the <laughs> mushroom ring. What's gonna happen? You know. I I think you uh, you put it quite well there, and. Uh... With with that in mind, uh, that idea of how you know that sort of disconnect in that we might feel in in our modern world, um, I think that's a very good lead in to our next track. Actually, that's why I did it. Yeah, you know, you're, you're that's why you're the best. <laughs> that's why they pay us the big bucks here at BFF.FM. Big old zero dollars. <laughs> But we do this out of love. Yes. Uh, we do this out of love and we do this for you. 
uh, to enjoy every two hour, every every week with us for two hours. Do- donate to the donate don- to the station. Donate though. to the station because it's it's a worthy cause. And um, it, you know we are going to be playing stuff that is kind of spooky, stuff that is a bit more low key. But we're also going to be exploring joy because so much of folk music is filled with joy, even if it's weird joy. Yes. And uh, I think the next track uh, encapsulates that too. Uh, performed by one of our favorite folk artists, uh, Dave the Bard. Yep. Uh, who is a bard? Yes. He's an actual bard. He's a member of uh, the the order of bards, ovates, and druids. Yeah. Um, and so he, he his, and his name is Dave, D A M H. Dave. It's, it's a Welsh spelling, isn't it? I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, his this next track we're going to be playing uh, explores that idea of like r- maintaining connection, even in a modern world, and how even though you know so many things have changed, the uh, the elements that still connect us to the land or to our home uh, are are still there and if we are merely um open enough to to let it in we can we can continue to feel that that connection and uh and you can re- you really feel that in in the sort of joy that uh that Dave brings to this next track so here is Dave the Bard with his wonderful track Spirit of Albion The crane, the wolf, the bear and the boar 
no longer dwell upon these shores You say the goddess and god have gone But I tell you they live on For in the cities and hills And in circles of stone The voices of the old ways The spirit of Albion is calling you home Horses carved into the hills Walk to the hanging stones Walk to the hanging stones Bow to the might of Sir Nabus's height Fill the peace in the ancestors' homes in the ancestors' homes Someone go down to Wilmington Where the giant guards the way Step into the other world Into the womb Where centuries pass like a day The crane, the wolf the bear and the boar no longer dwell upon these shores You say the goddess and god have gone But I tell you they live on For in the cities and hills And in circles of stone The voices of the old ways The spirit of Albion is calling you home Song over the score, traded meadow for highland moor. Round tongue over square cut world, we did not amass, we survived. Nature will 
You're listening to Third Country Radio on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever, and this week we are exploring neo-folk and dark folk as we get now into October, into the spooky season, and exploring music inspired by folk horror and uh, playing around with those those wonderful... Uh, those those wonderful themes of the things that are in the darkness and the things that kind of bind us to our ancient past. Um, this time of year is a year of, you know, it's a time of harvest and it's a time of, of change as the autumn months give way to winter. And so it's always been an important period of time for um, the uh, for, for people really all over the world, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. Obviously, in the Southern Hemisphere, they're all getting ready to go out on the beach. Yeah. Um, with that in mind, though, um, the uh, the three songs you just heard all came from uh, the same compilation uh, called John Barleycorn Reborn Dark Britannica. Uh, that's from Cold Spring Records. Uh, you heard uh, Dave Labard with the beautiful, uh, uh, joyful uh, spirit of Albion. Uh, followed that up with uh, a remix of Oam on the Hill by Sieben. And we finished up there with the breathtakingly haunting and delightfully weird Alfane Moon. Their song was called Where the Hazel Grows. Yes. And I think one of the things that kind of fascinates me about that song is that, like you said, it's it's beautiful, but it's haunting. It really draws you in. Mm. It's it's not off-putting. Um, there, you know, there there is some spooky music, uh, you know, like atmospheric music that you'll you'll hear starting around this time of year it's usually used in like you know haunted houses or if you're trying to you know create a a, a, a you know creepy ambiance for trick-or-treaters or whatever you know it's kind of like sound effects and you know weird kind of mm. you know synthesizer ambient sort of stuff um and and that stuff has its place but it's not really something like I can't imagine putting a CD of that on, at least at my house. I'm sure there are some people who do who kind of <laughs> like that overall like unsettling yeah. vibe if you're really into horror or, re- you know, whatever, whatever uh, is whatever is your bag. <laughs> um, but that music is kind of designed to be a little off putting to give mm. you that sort of pause, whereas this stuff, it it's not so it, it's how to put this. It's, it's it's kind of designed to to draw you in, uh, almost to hide the perhaps dark secrets that that are that are underlying there, until you stumble upon them yourself. Yeah, and and in and in the best kind of folk horror traditions, you're either going to be that outsider who discovers this dark secret and ends up becoming a victim to it or in um the sort of more recent kind of folk horror stories that we've what we've seen uh i'm thinking the um the movie the witch is a wonderful um historical folk horror where real human interactions and and real mistrust of the natural world uh, plays into supernatural fears of something malevolent living in the woods. Yeah. And 
without wanting to spoil too much the the decision of of whether or not to embrace that kind of dark strange uh, being that that strange atmosphere that's around you, whether or not to to kind of like leap into it and embrace it, or try to oppose it with you know modern sensibilities. I, I was almost going to call this type of music vampire music, and and when I say that, because when you think vampire music, you, uh, you know uh, Bach's Toccata and Fugue in D minor, yeah, uh, a very famous organ piece that is synonymous with Dracula. But when I when I say vampire music in this context, I mean kind of that that more modern understanding of this very famous monster where it is it is something that you you see, you see a vampire mm. usually you know very finely attired there's something about that you know that individual that gives you pause and might frighten you a little bit and yet you're inexorably drawn toward it and mm. i think that's especially with uh, where the hazel grows i think that you know that kind of there's that kind of vibe to it, and mm. and and maybe that's another element of of why folk horror is so popular. I know you and I have talked about uh, you're you're a horror fan. Mm. I not so much. Um, I I really do not care for you know slasher movies or, or like you know jump scares things of that nature. Uh, but the the horror movies that I do like, if you can if you can qualify them as horror movies, because there's some debate. Uh, movies like uh, Interview with the Vampire from, mm. from the 1990s um, and also uh, Only Lovers Left Alive a, a gorgeous film by mm. Jim Jarmusch that, that I love dearly and is it it's it's not horror in the sense these are not like excessively gory vampire films there's not you know throats are not being torn open that kind of thing this is not a Quentin Tarantino you know dust, dust till dawn kind of situation <laughs> but each of those movies has like a definite atmosphere and a definite presence and you can't help but feel yourself getting pulled into the world of the film mm. and and that's something that that i enjoy um i i don't like being you know startled i don't like being you know shaken up i i i don't really like films that leave me lying awake at night uh, you know, going, what was that? Every time there's a little, you know, bump or the house settling or, you know, the uh, the wood contracting in the cold. Mm. Um, but I, I do enjoy movies that, that that pull you into a a world of beauty, a world of, of elegance, a world of kind of a, a gothic ambiance or like a dark, you know, a, an ambiance of like of, of, of dark beauty. And then kind of lets you inhabit that world without being harmed by it mm. it's very intoxicating it's very seductive and uh and i think that uh in some ways some of the spoke music you know you can say the same thing it's like you you listen to this song and you get pulled in and suddenly you're like oh okay like now i'm in this mysterious place in the countryside or you know like i'm i i know i've i've found this this place this uh strange place and I might not have come from this place, but now I am in some ways become it. <laughs> that is, uh, I think, a really good way to describe that scent, you know, the, the, the kind of atmosphere that, that folk horror is trying to create and that this dark folk music that we're going to be, that we're showcasing this week also tries to create. I'm reminded of... Um, 
like you said, you're you're not, you know, not sort of jump scares or or uh, excessive gore or or, or violence. Uh, I'm uh, I, I I imagine uh, very I imagine a, a very very oppressive atmosphere of something which is like right behind you and unknowable that is not a threat to you until you turn to look and you don't want to look but at the same time you are drawn you're you you are pushed so far in your fear mm-hmm. that you you need to you, you you need to to see what it is well and, uh, and there's also the element of you know yes you were pushed far in your fear but you're also confronted with this this choice of you know do i do i turn away like because a, a lot of times you know in these movies uh, and, and in this genre, I should say, because it's not just movies. There are mm. short stories. There yeah. are there are like zines that are put out, and so a lot of times it's it's also kind of this interesting choice between, you know, do I do I stay in? It's almost like in in the Matrix, you know, like you can you can stay in your mundane world of, you know, of of commuting to work, and you know having drinks with your friends in the summer, and you know living this this fine but you know somewhat mundane you know, life based on like the, the, your, you know, one side of your personality, or you can kind of embrace a, a darker part of yourself. And when I say darker, I don't necessarily mean like, you know, cruel or, or violent or, or sadistic or anything like that. Mm. But the, the part of you that, you know, craves solitude that, that says, you know, that bids farewell to the, the rat race, the, you know, the, the world of late stage capitalism and instead, you know, flees into a dark unknown that, that could very well kill you, mm. but could also embrace you in a way that that modern sensibilities just can't. And what we're hearing this week is a very exciting meld of like those those ancient themes combined with uh, more modern modern kind of sensibilities and modern, in some cases, modern instrumentation. Showing us that there is a third way. There is a third way. Um, as well as um, the um, the uh, kind of experimentation that we're getting in in a lot of neo folk, you know, playing with uh, instrumentation uh, from uh, I, like across the, the the spectrum of of different genres, you know, exploring different forms of percussion and string, and 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 even including some kind of like some some. Uh, sort of electronic and synthesizer um, elements as well. Uh, we are also uh, very very interested in exploring uh, the political elements of, of neo folk. And um, our our next track and some of the other tracks that we're going to be playing on this week's show embrace a uh, a a a a. a left wing sort of you know leftist view um that almost challenges the more sort of staid you might say conservative you know opinions that you you might expect to find in like the folk scene there's a very you know i i think like a lot of great um uh sort of down home 
genres of music, whether it be, you know, folk or bluegrass or blues. Um, country or, or, music. Or country music, yeah. Uh, it's important to recognize that since a lot of that music did come from um, hard scrabble, poor working class um, artists, people who came from, in some cases, intense poverty there is a very solid message of solidarity and and of finding strength together and and of uh of, of pushing back against elements of oppression and bigotry and uh i'm uh glad that we're going to be able to explore some of that this week as well absolutely we are very lucky to find uh numerous artists mm. uh who you know participate in uh in well, well we'll just say it in anti-fascist folk compilations <laughs> So, yeah, absolutely. So um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about um, the uh, next song. It's it's part of another compilation of work uh, from a label called Left Folk. Yeah, we found this last night uh, as I was kind of you know looking around on Bandcamp again. Can't can't talk about Bandcamp enough. It's great. And this particular compilation, uh, I believe, was made in response to the protests that were taking place in 2020 after after the death of George Floyd. And some really great songs on there, but this one really struck me uh, because the lyrics are just absolutely perfect for this time of year. So right now we're going to be playing a song called October Forever by the artist Autumn Brigade.
every day, BFF.FM strengthens communities across our region by sharing superb music with everyone. Music to connect people with each other and the community they're part of. Carefully curated programs on BFF.FM enrich and engage with music you know and surprise you with music new to your ears. Music on BFF.FM just makes any day better. Your donation to BFF.FM is an investment in the power of music to uplift, to connect all of us together. Please take a moment now to invest in the power of music at BFF.FM.
Карельская береза Пришла твоя пора Поникнуть головою Под ударом топора По рекам и озерам Под снегом и дождем До самого, до белого До моря мы дойдем На северной заре Вставали мы в июле Вставали в январе А море приближалось Все ближе к нам была Зеленая, студеная Соленая вода Никто не подкачал И ровно в двадцать месяцев Закончили канал Мы эти двадцать месяцев Работали не зря Теперь уж мы бетонщики Монтеры слезая song there. You are listening to Third Country Radio here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. You just heard a three-song set. We started off with October Forever by Autumn Brigade. That comes from In Solidarity, Songs of Struggle and Liberation from Left Folk. That's the label. After that, you heard Horn Dance by Sharon Krauss. That comes from the album John Barleycorn Reborn, Dark Britannica, which uh, quite a few of the songs Mm -hmm. that you've heard today uh, come from that same compilation. And after that, we returned back to the In Solidarity album with the Canal Army song, Author Unknown, 1932 to 1933. That was by an artist called The Red Tibet. I was trying to do some research to figure out exactly what the Canal Army 
was, and mm. I I can't really find uh, too much, but uh, in the translated lyrics, they mention a, a white birch of a Corellia, and so I did find something, uh, a, a PDF here mm. uh, from Hoover Press, uh, and a chapter called The Gulag in uh, Corellia. Uh, the Corellia <laughs> region was known for its wide-scale use of penal labor in the 1920s, several escapees from... Uh, Solovetsky Islands published vivid accounts of the Soviet penal system. So, presumably, mm. I, I'm going to presume uh, because the the lyrics I did look them up. They kind of deal with uh, with digging canals and uh, and and hard labor. Mm. So I'm going to assume that that was a uh, a song. You know, sadly, probably written by a an unknown individual or individuals uh, who had some experiences with that particular uh, system and uh, and decided to to you know, rise up, not not uh, not literally, but uh, through song. You mm. know, refuse to be kept down. And uh, I think that's a a, a, a beautiful uh, part of what makes genres like folk what they are. You can hear a song like that, and once you learn a little bit of the story behind it, a little bit of the history. It's very easy to develop a kinship. And I think that one of the beauties of the new wave of folk is a desire to not just reach back to, like, mythical uh, periods of time when we as as a people wherever we as a people might be because every every society every 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 nation has its own folk musical forms you know we are obviously living here in the west and and the show that we've curated for you today is going to be primarily focused on on sort of western folk elements folk with a sort of European base basis, but, you know, touching on other uh, civilizations, other peoples, other genres as this modern world allows us to do. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that one of the beautiful, beautiful elements of, of modern folk, beyond merely wanting to embrace a period of time that that is kind of in our history or in a shared history a remembrance of old customs old traditions and old stories whether they be you know stories of joy or you know appropriately for this october period october season uh stories of 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 the supernatural and 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 of scary things in the dark uh there's also a desire to embrace old concepts of community mm-hmm. where you banded together uh, you know this it, it, that was incredibly important at this time of year when you had communities that were largely rural you know especially if they were communities that were primarily like agricultural of which most of them were yeah. you know it was very important that you as a community be able to come together in, in in your labor so that you could all collect your harvest and then come together in your joy and celebrate that harvest and uh, I, I, I feel like that's 
probably one of the reasons why you have labels like Left Folk, which are kind of gathering international collectives now of musicians on these compilations to remind us of a, of a, of a shared feeling of community. It used to be we did that to help make sure we could defend our small, like, town or village. And now, you know, bands like, like the ones we, like the ones we just heard, you know, they are reminding us that we must band together to defend ourselves against those who would, who would take, want to take away your fundamental rights or take away, you know, your, 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 your fundamental freedoms or, you know, your, 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 your liberties, basically. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's, it's really wonderful to see, to see that in, in modern folk, in neo-folk. We've, we've spoken about this before when we've played, uh, other, other folk bands that have, um, recognized when their music is, is, is being co-opted by, um, nationalist forces or right-wing forces and and band together to do you know stuff like folk against fascism and, mm-hmm. and the likes uh so uh that was and that last song just really stirring like yeah uh, yeah and this and this next uh, artist that we're of well, group that we're going to be playing a very perfect example of a group mm-hmm. of people who who got together and realized that uh that to tell a story of of community to tell the story of you know of what it is to be a certain group of people mm. it it cannot just be focused on one narrow band mm. of of people um the group that we're going to be playing is called the imagined village and if you're familiar with afro-celt sound system uh the one of the uh, founders of the imagined village is simon emerson who who mm. did a lot of work with uh, the afro-celts and uh, according to their Wikipedia page, uh, it is intended to produce modern folk music that represented modern, modern multiculturalism in the United Kingdom and as such featured musicians from a wide range of ethnic and cultural backgrounds. And that's one of the things that I, I find really interesting in the UK. I know that you and I have talked about how, you know, on BBC there was there were not radio formats, mm. uh, you know, like there might be shows that, that focused on, on specific genres. But uh, unlike in the U.S. where you have, you know, country station or you have the hip hop station or you have rock station, alternative, whatever. uh, In the U.K., uh, at least on BBC, you'll have all of those, you know, different genres of music on one station like BFF.FM. Yeah. Um, And so there seems to be more... I don't want to say eagerness because you do see collaboration in the U.S., uh, but there seems to be perhaps like a, a better understanding of the importance of of combining, you know, music from from all kinds of different cultures that that exist within, you know, the uh, the U.K. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, uh, the U.K. like in the U.S., uh, there, like you have alluded to, there are uh, groups that will attempt to. Uh, co-opt um, music and you're also seeing that in in Nordic folk uh, there are groups like uh, like Wardruna mm. uh, who um, who do not claim to be performing music a- a- exactly as Vikings would have been performing it but they're they're trying to kind of evoke that mm. uh, that feeling um, some some bands you know more so than others but unfortunately a lot of those uh, bands um, 
white supremacists have attempted to co-opt that music mm. as some sort of proof of like this is what true music is or this is you know this is exactly what our ancestors would have listened to this like strong and powerful music and fortunately uh, quite a few of of those groups uh from scandinavia have pushed back and said mm. no this is this is not what we represent we are not here to push any sort of supremacist ideology this is us trying to go back to our roots and this music is for everyone mm. and uh, so you you have statements but you also have artistic statements like the imagine village where you will hear traditional english folk songs uh, either performed uh you know pretty pretty true to form uh tr you know traditionally as yeah. you know with, with the lyrics and whatnot or you hear fantastic and very interesting reworkings uh, either through the use of uh, different musical forms, different musical instruments, from a, lo a lot of times what was the former British Empire. So you will have, you know, Indian uh, instruments. You will have African, you know, instruments or African percussion. Uh, you will hear a Jamaican dub in a mm -hmm. song that is coming up. Uh, that is a marvelous reinterpretation of a traditional folk song. I've talked enough <laughs> about the Imagine Village. It's time that you hear them. So we're going to go ahead and start off this set with a uh, a traditional song called John Barleycorn. Tied him around by the waist. 
the glass And little Sir John in the nut-brown bow The stronger man at last For the huntsman he can hunt the fox Now loudly blow his horn And the tinker he cannot mend his pots Without John Barleycorn Without John Barleycorn BFF.FM is based on a simple model. We do something really well, and then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Every great song you hear on BFF.FM comes through the support of listeners who appreciate the local community treasure that BFF.FM is and want to help ensure it continues playing for everybody. When you consider the power of independent local music, it keeps your day in tune. This vital service so dependent on listener support deserves your support today. Donate now at BFF.FM Yeah. 
He was a mover and a shaker who was prone to temptation. He stepped up to the angel and made his objection, saying, Woman was not made to partake in this herb. He cursed, but she was humble and she called him absurd. Then she took him to a place that was not very far. They connected at the waist in the back of her car. Her innocence was gone. In just under an hour, he was forced to hang on as she flashed her girl power. It was the first time queer, a writer's holiday. Love is impatient. It ignores traditions and conventions. It is not bound by human constructs, jurisprudence, and the laws of men. Love reaches out and holds the open-hearted. It demands attention. It is in a world of its own, yet it connects worlds that would forever be set apart. When she told her father, he said, go seek him out. She found him six months later, don't told, hanging about. He said, who is the daddy? She said, you are the one. He said, I am an alien and quite soon I'll be gone. Customs and immigration want to get rid of me. There's no peace in my nation. I'm a war refugee. There's no peace in my nation. I'm a war refugee. There are people in uniform out to get me. There's no peace in my nation. There's nowhere I can hide. If you really do love me, will you stay by my side? I may move on the dance floor, but my pain is quite great. I don't know all the answers, but I'm trying to relate. Since I've been here in exile, I just don't know my fate. And the best-selling tabloids always beat me with hate. There's no peace in my nation. I'm a war refugee. I'm surrounded by war, but there's love inside me. There's no peace in my nation, and I'm feeling downhearted. And the beastie boys get me, I'm told I'll be deported. So I need you to hold me tight tomorrow in court. And I need you to fill yourself with positive thoughts. Because I wanna be with you, and I wanna live. So I need you to give me all the love you can give.
cradled him really tightly just 15 minutes before he went in the dark and her positive thoughts made her touch the almighty and our brother shivered from his toes to his locks he turned into a victim he turned into a loser he turned into a pimp and a real Mr. Mean but she kept holding on and when those demons were gone he turned into himself just a cool human being and the judge said you can go now the judge set our man free he was free to be indefinitely and the judge said you can go now and our joyous refugee just said thank you judge and now I plan to raise a family so he became a citizen our angel became a wife and they had what modern folks would call a pretty happy life they met on the dance floor on the 1st of May and the baby that they had grew up to be a club DJ
listen to my head My feet are like two lumps of lead I'm stuck out here, half drenched, half dead From standing under your window Oh, let me in, the soldier cried Cold, haily, windy night Oh, let me in, the soldier cried Or I'll not come back again Him in. She kissed her true love cheek and chin She's took him between the sheets again And she opened and she let him in all Then she's blessed the rainy night Cold, daily, windy night Then she's blessed the rainy night That she opened and she let him in
What a stirring and truly wonderful piece of music right there. You are listening to Third Country Radio on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever, and we played a trio of songs by The Imagined Village coming from the self-titled album. And uh, you heard John Barleycorn. You heard a, a wonderful track, Tamlin Retold. Just a, a brilliant modern-day rendition of a uh, ancient uh, legend uh, from the British Isles. Yeah, I think a, a Scottish legend. Mm-hmm. And it's just, just fantastic. Sorry, yeah. didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, and uh, and and we finished up there with "Cold, Haley, Rainy Night." Uh, which, as we were listening to, uh, you you mentioned it. there are an awful lot of songs about, uh, in, at least in British folk, about sort of soldiers uh, going to bed with with fine maidens and then and then leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Either. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, when when I remember uh, growing up. You know, you're learning about um, you know the the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, and you know in the, in the U.S. one of the Bill of Rights is basically. Uh, I cannot remember the exact wording. I believe it is the Fourth Amendment, mm-hmm. uh, but it's the one that says that you don't have to quarter soldiers. And I remember, you know, asking, "Well, what does that mean?" Well, it means that you know you don't have to have soldiers in your house. You don't have to, you know, give them room and board if they show up. And, I, and I, for years, I was like, "Well, that's kind of weird." Like, you, you know, if you're, if you, if you have an army, like it's kind of incumbent upon you to be able to, you know, provide your army with, with <laughs> barracks and food. And uh, and then you start listening to British folk, and you're like, "There's a lot of songs about soldiers showing up, being like, oh, it's so cold out here. Please <laughs> let me in. I'm so cold.'" And then you know, uh, girls left weeping as their parents are very upset that this soldier had a, it, it took took some extra time. Yeah. With. Uh, with the the young maiden of the house, and then it was like, "Oh, I'm getting deployed. See ya." Oh yeah, I gotta go now. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Yeah, uh, I, I going back, uh, you know, earlier uh, alluding to uh, to Tamlin. I I love Tamlin retold because mm. I, I love that the the original legend is a uh, a woman, a young woman goes to the woods and encounters a uh, a person, uh, a a young man, mm. uh, Tam the the eponymous Tamlin, mm. uh, who asks what she's doing there and she says well you know my my father owns this forest or in some cases you know my father gave me this forest uh and uh you know conversation ensues and she finds out that uh this this you know handsome young man was was stolen away by the queen of the fairies uh and that he is worried that something bad is going to happen to him so so he says you know like in in a few weeks time or later tonight or whenever the time scale is I'm going to be riding by and you'll recognize me because I'll be, you know, riding a certain colored horse or, the, or you know, other signs of, like, here's how you'll recognize me in the troop. You are to pull me down off of uh, off of my horse and then hold on to me tightly no matter what happens because the, the Queen of the Fairies will turn me into, like, all these kind of horrible mm. beasts trying to frighten you. Uh, but as long as you hold on tight and, and trust me, uh, you, you know, I will be transformed once again into a man and I will... And we'll uh, have my freedom and we can run off together. And uh, it took me a while. For some reason, I, I think I had to hear, listen to it with headphones because sometimes it gets a little distorted when mm. you don't. But the, the fact that Tamlin retold begins uh, with a man saying, don't be scared. Mm. And, and goes into, you know, this, like you said, this very thorough modern retelling 
of uh, somebody going through the the rigors of the you know the presumably the British immigration system. Yeah. And uh, as as a as a couple who have been through the American uh, immigration system, and and fortunately, I, I will say this had a very easy time all things considered yeah uh bureaucracy is never easy but we are always fortunate we have heard stories of people who have not had it so easy so our sympathies always lie with people like the the tam lin mm. in the song uh who, who basically have to have done nothing wrong but have to prove their innocence regardless and uh and yeah, so for, for many reasons, it's probably one of my favorite songs by the Imagine Village. Mm, yeah, and I, I uh, was reflecting on the name of that band when you were uh, kind of giving a little bit of background on on the group uh, prior to uh, to our, our, our playing the, their music there. Uh, I think there is obviously uh, a, a very... Um, you know, a, a, a choice was made there uh, when when naming the group the Imagined Village. You know, like you imagine a community. You know, a community that is both modern and multicultural and multiracial and accepting and and united, but which is also respectful of where it came from. Uh, whether that be the um, sort of British folk traditions that we heard uh, most clearly in John Barleycorn and in you know Cold Haley Rainy Night, or if you know it's in the um, sort of mixture of dance and and reggae and 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 some folk elements that come into Tamlin retold. Yeah, that chorus there. Yeah, there there's a there's a respect for where you came from, whether you be um, you know from Britain or from the British Isles originally or if you came there as an immigrant or as a refugee and brought the culture and and traditions and the folk elements of your of, of, of your homeland to your new homeland and incorporate that into this new community this new imagined village you know no matter how large it might be physically in our hearts and in our minds it is still that that village that still close knit community that works together to keep each other safe and keep each other thriving. Well, and I, I believe that I heard a it was either I heard a, a, an interview with one of the founders or mm. I heard a, a you know a paraphrase of one of the founders talking about um, again this this idea of uh, in you know in some circles that you know folk music has to be you know British folk music has to only be British you know that you know by which they mean white you know white british musicians mm. playing traditional you know british music and one of the founders of the imagined village counters with at one point we colonized something like 80 percent of the world it's all british made yeah. like if, if if at any point you come from a country that was colonized by britain you know nobody don't let anybody tell you that you don't belong here or that you have no right to be here mm. Because we kind of rolled in and, 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 you know, and changed things, not always for the better. Mm. And so you have every right to, to, you know, to become, to be part of, of, you know, this, this broader society. Yeah. And 
you know, and you have you have every right to be hurt and to bring your own traditions. As yeah. we as we brought ours, you can bring yours because we are all we are all British made. If you wa- if that's what you want to be, we should be welcoming you. That's it's uh, it's a it's a wonderful philosophy and it, and it's reflected perfectly in the music of 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 that album. Yeah, and it and it makes for more interesting music. Yeah, always. It, yeah, it. Diversity makes for more beautiful things. Yeah, I, and we hope that you are enjoying the uh, diverse sounds here uh, of uh, this week's episode. We, are, of course, are exploring neo-folk um, and dark folk. Uh, we are exploring themes of, well, we were, originally, we, we, you know, our, our original intent was to explore themes of folk horror and legend and myth, but um, as as has kind of become a, a a pattern here on Heard Country Radio, as the conversation gets flowing, we realize just how connected these elements are, and it's been fun to discuss the elements of folk that touch upon sort of left-wing politics and touch on nationalism and multiculturalism, and it's been wonderful to kind of see in the music that yeah. how all of that has kind of evolved. Well, and I, I would make an argument that you know, yes, there, we we started with some some you know dark folk songs, uh, but there's there are elements. I don't want to say of, of darkness there, but there's there's elements of uh, you know you can see yourself being in a in a in a place. You know, it's a dark night and you're you're singing these songs, you're collaborating, but also like these themes of community. They they feed into the folk horror in the sense of like people banding together to to push back mm. an encroaching darkness that that threatens them. Um, and you can take that figuratively, or you can take that literally. Uh, but but that is you know th- that is an element of of folk horror as well. Um, we looked at it at first, you know, the first half of the show from like you know the outsider kind of looking in. But when you think about so you know these these folk horror stories, so much of that is that an outsider comes into a community that has learned to live mm. with this darkness or to combat it if it is an you know a, an immediate threat uh, you know we that, that's why people say don't don't go here or yeah. don't mess with this thing but if somebody does go there and does with mess with it and brings about this whatever this this horror this this thing that you know threatens the safety and sanctity of the village you know how often in these stories is there at least one person who knows how to to banish this thing mm. back you know back from whence it came yeah i uh i've been really enjoying this journey uh through folk music uh through folk music of a, of the modern age and uh and as as always i enjoy our conversation <laughs> i enjoy it too uh we are racing through uh, this second hour of the show. We have less than a half an hour left. That's the way to go. Uh, so uh, let's jump right back into the music uh, with um, a track from another compilation by Cold Spring Records. Um, really fantastic source of uh, modern uh, folk music if you want to hear more of this. And uh, I think, you know, we, we've, we've collected so much that I think we, we're going to need to come back to this, I think, before the month of October is out. Absolutely. Um, but um, coming from a compilation with a fantastic title, We Bring You a King with a Head of Gold. 
uh, like wonderfully poetic, yes. wonderfully beautiful. And uh, this next song touches on perhaps one of the oldest folk traditions um, in, in uh, the concept of the green man. Uh, a, an, an ancient sort of like, um, you could say sort of an ancient sort of like pagan tradition or, or folk legend tradition. Yeah, the, the origins of the green man are, are kind of hazy from mm. what I understand. Uh, now, the green man in, in modern, you know, mm. in, in modern tradition and in, in um, some modern spiritualities is kind of supposed to be a personification of, of nature. Mm. Um, and uh, if, if in, in pagan tradition, sometimes, you know, is this like kind of personification of, uh, of a, you know, supernatural force of some description. Some refer to him as, you know, like the Lord or the Holly King, the Oak mm. King. Um, because there are there the, the the oak king being like you know spring and summer holly king being fall and winter um, but I, I if I remember correctly because you do see depictions of the green man in you know medieval churches this is mm. this is a, a symbol that goes far 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 back mm. and if I remember correctly um, scholars aren't a hundred percent sure exactly where it comes from. There's a little bit of debate, mm. but they do tend to agree that you know perhaps this is uh, this the symbol being in a church. It either is supposed to there's one of two explanation possible explanations. Mm. Uh, it's either supposed to be kind of like showing you know the, the the triumph of the church of like look we have we have surrounded the green man or we have you know kind of locked him away that mm. sort of thing, or uh, a, a more charitable interpretation. Is that you know by by allowing nature into the church, it's like you know yes, even this element that that you know during uh, during the Middle Ages and, and more ancient times, um, it's kind of strange to think of in a time of, of widespread environmental destruction. Uh, but but nature was was seen, it, it was not taken for granted. It was seen as a you know a thing of beauty, a a source of you know sustenance. Uh, but also kind of a, a, a place of fraught danger. Mm. Uh, you know, you if you if you get lost in the in the woods at night, and you do not have a lantern, who knows what could become of you? Uh, people, you know, go into the woods. Now we know that they were probably bitten by you know ticks or insects. But you know, people go into the woods, and a few days later they have these like horrible diseases <laughs> uh, that, that we don't know. You know what uh, what they've caught. Um, but uh, but there are some interpretations that say that uh, the green man being in a church is kind of you know showing reverence to God's creation without mm. bowing to it mm. essentially. Um, but yes, the uh, the green man is one of those wonderful and mysterious symbols that that still compels people to this day. And so here on BFF.FM, you're going to hear Magic Folk with their song Green Man.
sign I'm not waiting for the green man I'm not wasting my time Go past the long man and over the hill Leading you places the road never will Walk with the green man, take the control flow You don't have to wait for him to say when you can go
some really wonderful music there. You're listening to Third Country Radio on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. So, uh, another three-song set, because that is what we do. <laughs> we started that off with Green Man by Magic Folk. That comes to you from We Bring You a King with a Head of Gold, an album from the label Cold Spring in the UK. Uh, after that, you heard Gargoyle by Stormcrow. That comes from John Barleycorn Reborn, Dark Britannica, same label. And then you heard a song simply called Two by the artist Haunter of the Woods. That comes from Left Folk 5, Alma, uh, from the label Left Folk. Mm. So we have been exploring uh, some, some you know, dark folk uh, mm. and uh, talking about folk horror today, but also enjoying some, some lighter songs, mm. some music that reminds us that even in the darkest days as we descend into the latter half of the year, uh, that there is always something to celebrate. There is always some light and joy to be found yes. in music and in community. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, certainly the last uh, those last three songs encapsulate uh, everything that we have wanted to bring you this week uh, on uh, on on the show. And uh, as we as we go into October, as we go into our favorite time of the year, uh, we're looking forward to bringing more to you that is strange and spooky and curious and and. Uh, maybe just a little bit uh, exciting and attractive and alluring. Yes. Yeah. It's that time of year. It's that time of year, and we love every moment of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but alas, we are coming towards the end of another wonderful two hours. Uh, I certainly hope you have enjoyed it. I hope, Katie, I hope you have enjoyed it as well. I, I definitely have, if you couldn't tell from the amount of talking that I did. <laughs> Well, that's our show. We we play some music, and we we play the music as an excuse to talk about music, yes. and uh, and we hope that you enjoy it, the music and the conversation. Yeah, and uh, we are looking forward to coming back to you next week with uh, another two hours of music and conversation. Uh, who knows what delights we will bring you uh, seven days from now. <laughs> Um, but we have uh, one last track that we're going to uh, leave leave you with right now. Yes, uh, a track called Ye Mariners All by Relic Oren, which comes to you from We Bring You a King with a Head of Gold. Please do go check out that mm. album and John Barleycorn Reborn. Uh, you can find those on Bandcamp and I believe on Spotify. Uh, they are very much worth your time if you enjoy folk music. Yeah, absolutely. We were able to give you just a fraction of uh, the wonderful artistry uh, on both of those compilations, as well as the many compilations from Left Folk. And uh, definitely go and check out the Imagine Village. You can find that album as well. Uh, we're all great modern folk records ourselves. Are so <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and we are um, just really grateful that we could spend this time with you. Yeah, absolutely. It's always a delight to to look for music to bring to people, music that doesn't get a lot of play, if any, mm. on mainstream radio. So Yeah. Go out this week. Enjoy the harvest. Enjoy the autumn and the hopefully soon coming crisp, cold air. And we will leave you with, uh, with Relig Oren. Yes. Enjoy your community. Get out there, make art, love life.
Oh, mariner's soul, if you pass by, come in and drink. If you are dry, go spend my lads your money brisk. Pop your nose in a jug of this. Oh, mariner's soul, if you have the ground, you're welcome in for to sit down. Go spend my lads your money brisk. Pop your nose in a jug of this. The soul as you pass by Come in and drink If you are dry To spend and drink Thing not amiss And pop your nose In a jug of this Oh now I'm old I can scarcely go I'm an old grey beard And a head that's bold And my desire Fulfill my bliss A pretty girl And a jug of this Sorrows are past and fled Transform me then into a fish And let me swim in a jug of this Your mariner's soul as you pass by Come in and drink if you are dry And spend my lads your money brisk And pop your nose in a jug of this <laughs> 